Betches Media presents. I'm putting the pussy up on a pedestal. Let me finish. I was half a virgin when I met him. With host Taylor Jackson. When I RSVP to a party, I make it my business to come. And Abby Lloyd. Yes! 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 Let me finish. I'll have what she's having. Because we all deserve more than two minutes. I'm really happy for you. I'll let you finish. Welcome back. To let me finish, I'm Abby Lloyd, and I now speak for Taylor because she's having a mental breakdown. She cannot speak. She can't talk. She's not okay. I am a mute. <laughs> I'm just going to sign language what I need Abby to say for me, okay? Yes. She's on the I'm verge of kidding. a mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> fine. Everything is fine, okay? She says this. I just want everyone to know with tears in her eyes. um her hair has completely covered her face she looks like the grudge i'm i'm me and sean were just mortified so that's where we're at today um week nine of quarantine and that's how things are going but it's fine i promise you guys i'm fine i'm here for you not me (laughs) i'm like so scared right now for you guys I'm you know when you're just like guys, having, like this is the point of the mental breakdown where I'm like I I'm like laughing to myself. No, I but know it's Taylor. It's like real. It's like creepy though. You need help. Um, what I've come uh, come how to are terms you? with is yeah, I have now moved back into my parents' house. Um, I have yes, reverted. I see a change of background. <laughs> broken windows. I have reverted back to um, living with my parents and things are, you know, they're nice to have someone constantly around you. That's what's nice. It's not nice when it's my dad. Yesterday, he tried to log into his email for 45 minutes. Today, he's trying to get YouTube up on the the TV. Um, (gasps) What's he doing with YouTube? He said he wants, there's a show that he has to watch today on YouTube. Why? I don't know. Um, it's like Bretman Rock. I don't know what he's doing. And I'm like, and he keeps telling me, I hope he can't hear me. He keeps telling me to type in the thing. So I type it in and he goes, no spaces. No, sp-. I can, dad, it doesn't matter how you type it. Like, this is why people, um, old people don't, cannot have access to things like this anymore. <laughs> They don't oh, understand it. Were you crying? No, I'm not crying. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I heard like sniffles and I wasn't, I wasn't looking at you. So I got nervous. Um, no, no, no. So it's just, it's tough, but I'm back in my hometown. So like I see a lot of townies. Um, yeah. When I see like some of my ex-boyfriends, you know, I obviously go to those spots to just create drama. So it's just uh-huh. fun. It's fun to be here. Yeah and I living. feel I feel you and I'm glad that you're home because I mean we have a long while till we right. are back to normal life and I kind of was urging you to go home because look now you have like a backyard you don't have some janky roof in Brooklyn with your lawn chair <laughs> you know what your lawn chair reminds me of what um hey arnold hey arnold the chair that the grandpa and hey arnold sits in i don't know okay i've never familiar. seen that but i can only imagine it's like some like patched up thing and he like and sits he in the back and smokes cigars you are the stoop kid stoop kid i know never that's you wow but now you're like suburban like chic with your parents yeah. but abby had texted me or facetimed me yesterday i forget And she said, because you guys all know that I spent majority of quarantine at home with my parents. Right. And Abby had texted me and said, you know how you said that you can't stand your mom's sneezes when she sneezes? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, dad won't stop fucking coughing. He won't stop coughing. I said, Abby, it's day two of you being home. So get used to it. Day two, guys. Day two. I've only slept here one night. And he like, he wakes, he wakes up and coughs. I'm like, do you have coronavirus right now? And he's like, he's like, oh, stop, Abigail. You're nasty. I'm like, whatever, bro. And then I'm like, I'm recording my podcast. He's like, I'd love to listen. I'm like, yeah, go, go, go fuck yourself. No thanks. Would he faint if he listened? Yes, would he, he would faint. faint. <laughs> with this email we're about to bring up, he would faint with what I would he have to say. Literally so. faint. 
Oh my God. But I love how you said, like, I wonder if he can hear me. That was my biggest concern too. Like I would tell my mom, yeah, I'm, I'm recording it this time, this time. And I would still be like a little nervous that she could hear me recording. And for some reason it makes me feel like I'm on edge. Right. You know? That's how I feel too. So I was like, we, we have a, we have a special guest coming on later. So I was like, dad at 3 PM, you must be out of the house. Like, I don't even want you in the, I don't care where you go out of the house. Stand out. outside the window and look, go on a walk, look from go a on a walk, do something else. So that's where we're at. Um, things are going um, well. Well, for me, besides like the mental breakdown thing, whatever. Right. Um, I meant to tell you, remember last week I said, I hope my, my plan was to start some hinge conversations because I just, right. So I just want to give some recaps on a few of the conversations I okay. had. Uh, nothing good. Nothing great. Nothing, um, nothing good. But, so one guy, before I get into the conversations, actually, I saw a very alarming profile where he had um, one of his photos was a screenshot of the doctor's note that he had known um, and okay. I'm just a little confused by that. It's up front. It's, uh, it doesn't make but me, it doesn't make me want to hang out with you. Whatever the fuck it means. Right. Exactly. So I don't know where he, I think that was a bold move. Maybe he, it, he thought it was like a personality trait, but sorry. Right. Right. It's not, uh, right. it kind of made me, you know, he, he was cute, but that said, not my type. Yeah. And then I feel like if I'm hanging out with you, I'm not really sure. And then I'm kind of exposing myself. That seems like a whole situation. But I, the only reason I would match with him is so I can, like, I love, like, learning what it's like. Like, it's yeah. cool. like some of my friends have had it from back home. And they're like, I can't, like, I, um, they can't breathe. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's like. Because I can bring yeah, it like it's like a like weird like fascination of wondering right. what it's like, um, and then that was just a little side note, fun little fun little thing of conversation that I had. So this one, um, a little confused by, but he messages me um, something specific about my profile. So I say, you know, respond it's a goal of mine to start conversations and then he basically flat out said uh yeah i only messaged you uh to boost my own clout um oh i'm so sorry that makes me think that he had because my instagram is linked right he, he had seen on instagram he knows that we're recording right now and he wants wait i'm actually probably giving him exactly what he wants is a mention right. on the but podcast. We, we're not so, saying his name no so he doesn't really I mean, give a fuck he said you know what i'm just going to pull pull it up pull it just pull it up because it kind of pull it up um and it didn't really go anywhere further than this because um, i was you know <laughs> Sean said pull it up oh pull it this is what he said Exactly what he said. You ready? Yep. Was solely in this relationship to boost my own status. Okay. Uh, number one, buddy. Relationship. I've exchanged two words with you via two words. hinge, mind you. Right. And uh, boost your own status. Honestly, thank you. You think I'm have? You think I'm? He thinks high that on you social pole. He thinks that you have a status to be climbing. Yeah. Social climbing? So he wants to use me for clout. Social climbing. He's essentially social climbing. But... He's social climbing to nowhere. And it's a bold move. To to absolutely nowhere. Um, I thought that was a little aggressive. It kind of made me go like this. And then, Abby, you're really going to lose it. Before I could even answer that message, he says, if you're a nobody... I hate when guys double text. He said, if you're a nobody, though, I may have to end our relationship. So oh. uh, within these two See, messages, he he claims that we were he, in a relationship. He hyped you up and then he pulled you right back down. Yep. And I really cannot stand when guys do this. Like, I feel like a, a lot of guys do this. They're like, um, come hang out with me unless you're a fucking loser. And I'm like, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, a loser whoa. then. Like, <laughs> ew. like guys I, do that a lot. And I don't know why. I know. Maybe because they're like, oh, 
I don't want to come off as looking like too much of a nice right. guy. So let me just be fucking mean as hell <laughs> and maybe she'll like me because hey, they're not wrong. Lots of girls are attractive of to course. Her, guys. We're, we shit. definitely like that. But you can't mess with my anyone's emotions right now, especially during quarantine. I mean, they are all over the place. Yeah, one you're, one you're, sentence. You're, I could I could cry at the drop of a hat right now. Right. And so that that hinge maybe dating apps right now maybe (laughs) might not be the move for you you come back in a week when you're feeling better great but i just Just wanted to say one last thing before we get into the email um Mm -hmm. so i went on a run the other day because i'm like skinny and i'm fit skinny fit chic yeah exactly and i did someone did the thing that sean said to do (gasps) to me me? (gasps) for you so I was running, but I was like staring at this guy because he was hot and I see him all the time running. And then he was staring at me and then he did a little wave. Like quick, quick <gasps> like wave. Like this? Like and this? I said, or yeah. like this? Or like this? No, was like it like this. A, that? It was like this. It was a this one. It was a, so it was a like, flap wave? Like a-, a flap wave, a flap wave. And then I did like a soft smile back. Then that was it. We haven't seen each other since. But what I'm Wait, saying is I see, that wasn't creepy. That wasn't creepy. Okay. So if we see so like, your gym boyfriend again and you just do a, a small little wave, that gives off something. Like he was like confident enough to do that. Then I was like, wow, that was cool. Okay, so you were staring at him, but he knew you were like staring at him. No, so it might have like, been for just, him to be like, please stop. Like it, maybe go. he was yeah. going like this, shoo yeah. shoo, not wave. Shoo shoo, <laughs> not wave, wave. But you never know. And I'll never know because now I'm home. But... Things I got get the chills nuts. for you. That was like a great moment. And maybe I got the chills like just dreaming of that moment for me because I'm exactly. like selfish, you know? I know. I can't wait for that to happen for you. But I love that. Um, so you, you, you kind of are my guinea pig and tested it out. And exactly. now that we know that it works, there's hope for me. In this exactly. Part. Perfect. So we have a listener email. Um, An alarming one. It's a, it's extremely alarming, and I can relate to it completely. Um, of course you can. And so, can you read it? Because I don't know how to read. Of course. <clears throat> hey, ladies. Okay. I know I sent an email the other evening, but I've been obsessed with your podcast and listening literally nonstop for the past week. I love your advice, oh, so I just couldn't yeah. send another question because shit went down last night. <gasps> Dear Abby. Oh, oh, she, like, knew that you could relate to this. So she says, Dear Abby, like, I'm left out, but whatever. Yeah, like, you're um, not on the podcast anymore. Ah. Uh-uh. Last night, I got super drunk from socially distant hour with my friend and somehow ended up texting my younger brother's best friend. They have been BFFs for basically their whole lives, so he's basically my second brother. Somewhere along the way in our conversation, we started talking about my love life and lack thereof. And then the convo led us to, led to us talking about our sex lives. He has a girlfriend at school, but they're talking about an open relationship for the summer. He told me all about how much they fucking shit, about how he fucks her. Me being single and in this quarantine, I was... Me being single and in quarantine, I was so horny, I was dying. Growing up, he had the biggest crush on me. It was so sweet. But last night, he literally confessed that he finds me hot and would be down to fuck this summer. I am so horny, but also he's basically my brother. SOS, what do I do? He sounds like he would be so good, and we both bonded over liking liking it in public. Yeah, that's the part of the email that really kind of got me going. Did you see my eyes just bug out of my head? Okay. He <laughs> like Wendy about- Williams. <laughs> yeah. Taylor has been texting me Wendy Williams videos for the past like four days. Just like all day. Maybe that's day. where the breakdown, the mental breakdown That is started. probably where okay. it stemmed from. Resume. He joked about debating so he would be so good and we both bonded over liking in public. He joked about debating who my brother would beat up first if he walked in on Ew. us. Also literally described how he would fuck me in my brother's room. <gasps> <laughs> on his bed, it's easier to bend me over. Like, holy shit. Also, I feel sick. I, me too. Also, I don't know if he really means it or if he has some sort of sneaky intentions. Oh, I gave you some screenshots of the most outrageous texts he sent. So... They're so bad. Please help. Poss- possibly incesting betch. Okay. I'm not um, going to read the sex yeah. on air because 
Just, you can already imagine what it looked like. What the it email had amount uh, enough <laughs> details for all of us. So basically, uh, <gasps> two things before I go mm-hmm. into a story. Um, the only reason that either like, do you remember when you were younger and like your older brother had friends and like you had crushes on the on the friends and you'd be oh, like, yeah. oh my god, like hi guys, and they'd be like, ew, your little sister's so ugly, so and so annoying, and, like, yeah, like so annoying. I'd be like hanging out with them and they would like yeah. hate me. The Same. only reason I think that like people have then this problem when they're older is like there's some type of like like connection, like because I would yeah want to get with somebody's older brother whatever just to be like i got with your brother yeah it's like it's like a it's like a movie it's like a yeah reminds me of like bring it on you know how she yeah fucks her whatever best friend's brother essentially it's like it's like an award you get an award you're kind of yeah. like the the top the top dog and top then you dog. have something you have top dog and then you have something over not over the friend but it's just kind of like eh, i fucked your brother yeah kind of like whatever what's, it, what's is, it is it is yeah. Um, but this situation's kind of switched because it's like right. she wants to and basically through text message has right. her little brother's friend, best friend. Right. Which I need to know the age difference here. I do too. I do too. I'm hoping things are of um, consent. Legality and consent. Yes. Which I'm assuming they are. Let's just assume that. Um, Since he's in college. Oh, right. Something about. So, listen, for him, this would be the biggest win win. of all time. Of all time. He is just waiting to like be on his game set, headset, virtual call of duty and be like, yo, I just (laughs) fucked my best friend or sister. Like, (laughs) this is some like that. Stacy's mom type shit. On the other hand, she, I don't think, would tell anybody if it happened. Right. She's it's just like it's almost. It's kind of a loss on her end. Exactly. So, I will tell you about my loss, and it's um. <gasps> oh, it's I love something, this. It's it's an alarming story. <laughs> this is when I used to drink, so let's just keep that in mind that my Got decisions it. were blurred. Got um. It. <laughs> so. My best friend at the time had a younger brother. And um, this was in high school. We were all in high school. Um, And I had been drinking that night. And whenever me, because like whenever me and him would be in the same room, we would always kind of just like vibe. You felt and it. Like, you felt it. Ma- yeah. Like, but we would also like make fun of our, the friend because that's who we have in common, you know? So, so you would, so like he would make fun of his sister and you would make fun of her. Yes. Right. Because, you know, that's the person we have in common. So that's kind of how we connect. So yeah. one night me and her are having a sleepover and I sleep in the, in the living room and she went upstairs and I must have texted him. I'm so when scared. I was I uh, know Taylor, this story. I must have texted him. And like this is I don't know what actually went down. I just have like images, like quick images of what happened. And then I have an I have what she told me the next morning. So I this is like this is so bad. So I must have texted him saying, like, come downstairs. And he came downstairs and we started hooking up. And I gave him the biggest hickey of no. my life. Like no. it, it looked like it looked like Edward and Bella, whatever no. his name is. <laughs> like you were and, trying to make this him a vampire, dead ass. And like why I was doing that because I don't want anyone to know. I don't know. So whatever he and then my friend the comes moment. downstairs. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. And I don't actually know what happened. But then like, he went upstairs, she went upstairs and she was like, Abby, literally what the fuck? So the next morning she like comes downstairs and she's like, hi. And I'm like, hey, because I don't know what happened. You don't remember anything. No, no, like, you know, I would get blacked out. I don't know anything that happened, but I like can recall someone like being with me. Okay. I'm like, it's so weird. Whatever. Yeah. Um, 
And then he <laughs> comes like, downstairs. Literally must have been a dream. He comes downstairs with a big ass hickey on his neck. <gasps> and I'm like laughing so hard. I'm like, oh my God, where did you get that from? Who did that to you? Because he had went out to a party the night before. No. And so did no. we. And I'm laughing, like pointing it out so much. And he's like, literally, what the fuck? This was you. And like the mom is downstairs. The dad is downstairs. The little sisters are both downstairs. Like the family's huge. He, when he said that, I must have turned like into a full-blown tomato. No. Like I was mortified. The mom was then laughing. The dad was like, honestly good for you, but also embarrassing. Like the friend was like, how do you not know this? And I was just like, I was mortified. And we don't speak about it ever. Like we didn't, are you we didn't still talk friends about with it. Yeah, we're still friends. And But like I haven't seen him obviously in a very long time because college and then I moved but um this was my stomach like dropped because I know the feeling the fact that he had like he said like his entire family this just proves the point of like the little brother hooking up with the older sister's best friend like he doesn't give a fuck he's like I want the world to know whoever's listening will know he doesn't care Uh and like now that I'm obviously a bad bitch, he probably tells that story a lot more often than I'd like to be aware. And we laugh about it now. Like it's funny, but it's really not that funny. It's really not that funny. And I don't want people to go telling, but what I will say is, um, I think my actions would have been different if I wasn't drinking that night. For sure. she's so she's she was drinking that night when she was like doing all of this so maybe i would think about it again the next morning yep just to make sure this is something you want to do and if it is then do it who cares and then go for it because obviously the and i think you have the upper hand when you're the older sibling right like yours you're you're lucky that like she's like she's still friends with you honestly because <laughs> oh. like i think of this and like if one of my best friends like got with one of my siblings like god forbid never would um, I probably wouldn't be friends with them uh, because it just crossed that boundary. But you were drinking and like you, you genuinely, this sounds like you genuinely had no idea that you were I doing mean, this. Do you know those nights yeah. where you literally wake yes. up and you're just like, you're like, I could not recall a single thing that happened no. last night. But then when someone, when he, when he brought it up, you, you. When the thing, then the things start, the things start going. And I'm like, It's like, oh. that's so Raven. You're having flashbacks. I'm like flashbacks. turning red right now, even think, I'm, I'm Thinking literally about having it. flashbacks. No. So that's just like my little thing. We all, we all do it. I mean, we all. We all do it. People we shouldn't. Yeah. And we all hook up with our friends, brothers. Whatever. Whatever. Um, uh, I think that honestly, like you said, maybe she should soberly i think she was sober when she wrote this email uh um, and that's why true. she's asking us i guess uh you know what you have the upper hand in this situation right uh he's gonna feel like a a boss <laughs> you're gonna feel um i think and the uh, only thing that i would say is it's the it's her little brother's friend right yeah yeah the little brother is gonna feel so <laughs> shitty Um, and I would just keep that into account. And also like the friend might be telling other people about what you do. And then Mm -hmm. it's going to get back to the little brother, obviously. Yeah. No stuff about your sex life, which is just fucking gross. Just fucking Um, gross. You're right. Like he could be showing the messages you guys are having these sexting messages to his other friends. And honestly, it always gets back. To the person you're trying to hide from. So you might as well just go ball. You might as well go full force. We might as well just do it. Just Just do it. Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he kind of seems like a shitty friend. uh, Yeah. Because he wants to do it in his best friend's bedroom. And that's so weird to me. But you know what? You've already done enough damage where your brother, if he does find out you guys are sexting and planning to fuck, uh, will be upset already. So you might as well just physically actually do it because you basically have already. Exactly. You know? And learn from Abby. Things are great. She's a bad bitch now. Exactly. Uh, she, she can laugh about it. It may take a few years. <laughs> it, may take um, a, it may take a full six years, but we're here. We're here now. And we're ready and, and we're telling it on the podcast. And we're telling it on the podcast right here. Okay, guys. I have a fuckboy moment of the week. It's super quick. I just want to bring it up because it was very alarming. This and one I was think, funny. 
I yeah, thought. It's, it is funny. Uh, so can we douche detective the fact that my ex-boyfriend of three years decided one night to send me a video of a girl sucking his dick about a week after we broke up just out of the blue and then proceeded to send me nudes that she sent him and then tried to get back with me the next day. I mean, that's the funniest part. That's the funniest part. Just the thing is, I think that guys like when they're broken up with have this, like all of a sudden altered, like, I don't know what goes on. Sense of reality. They think that like, that's what we want to see. So like, the only reason that I would get back with you is if I know that you're like sulking and you're upset. Yeah. Like people would like, if like my ex-boyfriend would like send me pictures of him, like in the pool with like other girls, that doesn't make me feel good. What do you like? Like now I definitely, like now that you're like having fun, I don't want to talk to you ever again. Exactly. Exactly. Like ignore me. That's what, that's what's going to get me the most. Ignore me. And that's what makes me want you more. But this just makes me sick to my stomach and enraged. Uh, And then they have the all Like we said before, this proves our point. Like guys love to like, um, they love to like tear, either bring you up and then tear you down or the opposite. He's like trying to bring you down. And then the next day is like, I love you. It wasn't as good as you. you. Like, come on. it It wasn't as good as you. I miss you so much. Like, she sucks, bro. so stupid. They're they're stupid, and I don't know. I don't know how we can get them extinct altogether. We can't. Is that the right word? Wait, what would you say? Extinct. Extinct means... (laughs) Are you kidding? Like, dinosaurs. I want them gone. Oh, you want boys gone. Okay. I thought you were trying to say we need to get boys to stick together. Dana, can you fact check this? What does extinct mean? Dana and Sean, extinct. Thank you. No, you're saying it wrong. Extinct. Extinct? <laughs> you're just Whatever. saying the wrong sentence. You know I what know. it means, but anyway. Guys. Anyway, guys, guys. After the break, we have someone who definitely knows what they're talking about yes. when it comes to guys and how to get them to not suck not at suck. sex. At sex, essentially. And for um, you to also not suck at sex and pleasuring yourself exactly i'm your mom i'm your mom (laughs) for this break we're gonna have an interview with remy casimir and she's gonna teach us how to finish hi welcome back to let me finish we have a special guest Remy, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Remy Casimir. I am a stand-up comedian and podcaster, and I host the How Come podcast. And my name is Remy Casimir with a K. With yes. a K. And how do you spell How Come podcast? With a U. Exactly. And that's why we brought you on today because our listeners mm-hmm. need to need to know. Yeah. We actually had a listener write in. Um, Last week. The other last week. And oh my goodness. Someone's FaceTiming me. Of course. Popular. Um, popular. You know, we had a listener write in the other week who was having some issues. She's dating an, an older guy and mm-hmm. um, just wasn't very satisfied sexually by him. Okay. Um, and she was wondering if that meant that she should cut things off. And I think what we were talking oh, about was yeah. like... Yeah, so what we were talking about was just kind of like, I think a lot of girls have these problems and... That people aren't getting them off? Yeah, and just like girls in general have a hard time. Interestingly. Okay, so um, girls in general don't have a tough time getting off. Girls hooking up with guys have a tough time getting off Mm -hmm. um like so and I don't say that in like a shady way I was on this um show called explained uh on Netflix and there was an episode called the female orgasm and they interviewed me about the podcast because like I had never had an orgasm that's why I started my podcast like I couldn't even do it alone but the data that they tell you on that episode is that there is a massive pleasure gap in heterosexual couples like so men and women together women are getting i don't remember what the exact stats were but it was like women were only getting off like 
60% of the time, whereas guys were getting off like 99% of the time. And then yeah. if you looked at gay couples, guys were, both guys were getting off like 90% of the time and both women were also getting off 90% of the time. So it's really like when I started my whole thing of like, oh, I'm not coming. Like, I wonder if this is normal. I would ask a bunch of people and there weren't a ton of women who were like me that had never at all, um, more than I thought, but uh -huh. most common was I can do it alone, but not with a partner. Okay. So do you mm -hmm. still have that problem? Well, I can't like my boyfriend, let's say has never physically done it to me. Right. But have I had one with him there? Yeah. Cause I've grown <laughs> accustomed to a yeah. toy that I use and I have like my right. own methods and like he's, we're kind of like trying to involve him slowly because it's been like a learning process for me to begin with of just like, figuring out what I like. Yeah, this is a whole sweatsuit. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Taylor, you're like watching TV. I'm sorry. No, it just turned on. Okay, I'm sorry. That sounded um, like a tucking tutorial. Yeah, that like a, how to tuck your dick if you're going into drag? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Taylor, no, but actually, right before, right before my, interrupt, my second interruption of this, right. we've been talking for five minutes, I was going to say it's like you're like introducing – your boyfriend slowly but surely into mm -hmm. it, the process. It's like training a new puppy. Yeah. But it also, it's Kinda. like, I had to train myself first. Like yeah. I went, like I started the podcast when I was 27. I had my first orgasm when I was 28 via using the things that people had like um, suggested to me. Like every episode in the beginning had like an assignment of like what I had to do for the next right. time to hopefully make me come. And like everybody always tells their first time coming thing. So that's great. But um, I, I needed to do that journey first before anybody else could, like I used to get so mad at him and my boyfriend before. And I'd be like, you're not making me come. Like you don't know what to do. And like, I'd always kind of had this idea that like guys like just knew what to do. They were just going to do right. a bunch of shit to you. And then like eventually something would work. And that was, it's just so backwards of like trying to expect somebody else to unlock you before you've done it yourself. So right. yeah. yeah, we're gradually introducing him now because I'm still not like the most comfortable being vocal during. Right. Yeah. I like, think yeah. a lot of the times that is the hardest part mm -hmm. and especially like I think that the guys obviously they want to make you come but it's an awkward situation in general just because yeah. like there's a lot there's a high chance that he's just it's not gonna happen yeah and if it's and like the first time you're hooking up yeah, yeah because like yeah. every woman is a snowflake we're all different in what we like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and they and they always ask at the end like oh did you did you not and that you know, is the worst when somebody, the worst. somebody asks at the end instead of during, how is this going? Are we <laughs> yeah. getting there? Is this good for you? Should I move around? And then it's just like yeah. at the end, like, did you? Like, <laughs> did you? Yeah. It, it's like a waiter. It's like a waiter that doesn't check on you your entire, like while you're eating the entire yes. time until the end was like, how was your food? And I could be like, well, I'm allergic to it. It fucking sucks. I'm having an allergic reaction. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But you weren't here. So I guess I'll pay for it and tip you. I don't. Exactly. I yeah. guess I'll lie like to a guy. Like, I guess I'll lie to you and right. say the thing yes. Is, is but... A lot of people, a lot of women, I, first of all, like the whole thing with pop culture is that like women doesn't even need to come like that. We don't even really like sex that like whatever. Mm -hmm. So like whenever you're seeing like a movie, like it really isn't put on the guy to do a good job for the woman. Um, yeah. And like, they usually do ask at the end and the woman's like, yeah, like that's just not <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Um, right. So I think, yeah, we were, we were done a big disservice that way. And also a lot of, women don't really talk to each other about masturbating mm -hmm. and about like what actually gets them off. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody was always like, Oh yeah, it's just P and V like, that's what we're seeing in all of. And it's like, mm, yeah. only eight to 25% of women can come from just vaginal penetration alone. Yeah. I don't, I was trying to, so before this, when Taylor and I were talking, I was literally trying to remember just all the times I've 
camed, come, and camed, yeah, came, camed, and um, I can like count them all, like all ten of them or something, like on with a like, person, right? Well, but then, yeah. but then you count, you count like your body count, Abby, and it's like yeah, it's and all ten of them were like from both up. my right, <laughs> so um. But actually, like, midway, I got a vibrator, and that just, Mm -hmm. like, changed my life. And I think that what also changed it was, like, using it when I'm with a guy, because it's it's just going to do it better. There's no point in having two people work harder when the little machine can do it just as... (laughs) A little help from your friend. I know. (laughs) Exactly. I literally, I just posted a joke I wrote like two years ago that was like, men are always like, um, like sex toys are trying to steal our jobs. And, yeah. and the joke is like, no, you usually choose your Xbox over my box normally, but like, yeah. they're not, they're not taking your jobs. Like you wouldn't wash all your dishes by hand if you had a dishwasher. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like there's a reason that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's dad lost his job. It's because machines started screwing the tops on toothpaste. Right. You know, like they're not going to pay people. It's just, and it's easier. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to make your job easier. Right. I think it's probably just like a masculinity thing. You know, they want to take all the credit for for it. I think it also makes them Even if they can't do it. Um like emasculated because but it okay so i'll show you that and i know most of this is like people are listening but i'm going to show you the thing that i use because i i've only gotten off manually myself once right and it took like fucking 45 minutes and i think it's (laughs) because of like the way that i'm structured or like whatever like i genuinely personally wouldn't put that much work into myself because I'm like, right. It's just not worth the same thing as a machine yes. that does clitoral suction. Yeah. It's like Didn't a blowjob yes, for your clit. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, and, and what I have my boyfriend do and like, he doesn't feel emasculated because he's like, I physically cannot do this thing. <laughs> like, right. Your clit is so small and so hidden and so whatever. And like, this thing is just faster and better. And everybody's like less stressed. Like I'm too in my head if there's too much work happening too. Right. And like, that is a lot to push past. So what we do is I'll just usually use the thing and then he'll hug me or kiss me or whatever. So like he's still involved and he still like gets to be like part of the thing. And then when I had like five or six orgasms, that would take like (laughs) seven hours if it was, you know, like then he gets to like pound it out and like, it's good. You know, like everyone's happy. We're all all good here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, a symbiotic relationship. It's not a one-man show always. No, Sometimes literally. it's a production. Behind the scenes. Yeah. No one's seeing behind the scenes except yeah. you and him. Um, yeah. Do you have any tips? Like maybe because, some... Because like a lot of our audience, our listeners are like college, just graduated college. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying before, like a lot of people and how the media portrays it, it's like pee, pee that's it. Yeah. You know, and they're yeah. just expected like, you know, and a lot of the girls like, that are new to having sex all put the blame on the guy just like right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. But like, do you have any tips to like change their mind or their perspective on, on that? Yeah. I mean, first get to know your body because one of my biggest misconceptions was the thing I said before that like a bunch, a guy was just going to do a bunch of stuff to you and like figure it out. And like, so I always thought that sexual pleasure came from another person. I didn't realize because like all of sex ed is like, this is sex. It's really fun for the guy, but like, you're going to get pregnant and like, <laughs> yeah. don't do it yet. And yeah. I wish the sex ed had kind of been like, yeah, you could do that. Or you could masturbate and it's really good for your body. It's really good for your mind. It's really good for a stress release. It boosts your immune system. You'll never get pregnant or an STD from it. (laughs) Right. Like that would have been amazing because since my mindset was, oh, I'm a horny kid. I want to release this sexual thing. I have to 
find not just a guy, the right guy, because it was like, you know, my dad was always like a little bad about that stuff was that he was like, it has to be the right guy and he has to be Mm -hmm. like, whatever, which is like, it doesn't have to be the perfect guy. You can literally get off by yourself. But I was thinking I have to mold myself to be the type of woman that the perfect guy will like. And only then will I find sexual pleasure where the whole time I should have been working on, why don't you be the type of girl that you like and literally like have sex with yourself and like masturbate. And then the type of guy who you'll, if you or guy or girl or whatever that like you end up with, will just like you and also you'll know yourself sexually so that you can instruct them of exactly what to do. And they don't have to be with you romantically. They just have to like give a shit enough about your orgasm and not think of it like as like sex is just when the guy comes. Right. That was another thing is people were like, sex is only good with somebody who loves you. They don't have to love you. They just have to (laughs) give a fuck. Like a little bit. They just have to give a fuck. They just have to give a fuck. Yeah. They just have to think that your orgasm is like equally valid. Right. They don't have to love you. They just have to be like kind of a feminist. And like, yeah, that doesn't, yeah, whatever. That's just an equalist. Right. Yeah. Before anybody thinks I'm bra burning, I'm not. We just need this much of effort from them. This that is just all we're asking. Care yeah. a little bit. And the thing is, is, and this lets a lot of guys off the hook too, and it should, because a lot of them don't know that we can come, don't know that we value that in our mm-hmm. sex because they've never seen that either uh, in pop culture or whatever, or maybe the, all the women they've slept with have faked it. And so they think that just insertion is what's mm-hmm. doing it because everyone they've ever said before. So that right. like, it's confusing. Um, Dan Savage is a great um, sex podcaster who he's on the podcast. And he always says the campfire rule is leaving someone uh, equally or better than when you left them. And if you lie about yeah. having an orgasm, that defeats the campfire rule because now they think that something they did is good. Then the next person is going to be like, right. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's one sex in the city episode about it where you- Miranda lies about having an orgasm once and then she has to do it over and over and over again. I know exactly which one you're talking about. With the runner. Right. Yes. So, yeah, I think so. And, but that's the only time we saw it. Yeah. What are your What's your advice on like people doing that, like faking it and telling the guy? Like, how do you? How is it not awkward if you didn't, but you're not comfortable enough to let him know what to right. change? At what point during? You know, like at if, the if end he, when they at the end if he, if he asks, um, I would be like. Honestly, not this time. And like, <laughs> like it's nothing that you did. I should have spoken up a little more. Yeah, I'm. J- I just have a tough time about like what I say when. Yeah, um, right. And then I usually like, this is something that I've been doing with my boyfriend because like it has been such a learning process for me as well. Like right. I'm not a sex guru by any means. I I mm-hmm. literally was like had never come, and now mm-hmm. I come a lot. But um, I still work on that. And, like, usually I'll talk to him about tweaks after or, like, even, like, in a non-sexual situation. Like, we could be having breakfast and I'll be like, hey, the next time we have sex, (laughs) could you go down on me for, like, 45 minutes? I feel like that would be, like, really hot. You know, like, I don't really know how to do it in the moment where I'm, like, longer, stay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, literally. But I'll say it beforehand. And also, I've been practicing with um, back scratches. Okay. Like, because I like to have my back scratched a lot. But Me like, too. I even can't speak up with like a bad back scratch or like in a bad oh. manicure. This isn't relevant anymore because none of us are ever so going to have a manicure again. Right. Right. Yeah. But my sister always used to make fun of me. She'd be like, "You will go through an entire bad manicure, and then at the okay. end, be like." Yeah, it's great. You know, like whatever. Literally, like, it's like the same thing. Yeah, like every time. you're just you're scared to speak up, and I don't yeah. know what it is. 
It's, yeah. um, I hate to say it, but it's a patriarchy thing. Like women are supposed yeah. to be small and not speak up and not take up space, but like we should and like we will and like we yeah. are and we do. But okay. like if, if you don't like the color, <laughs> if you don't like the color midway through, just speak be like, up and say it. I don't know if I like it. And then she'll be exactly. like, okay, thank you for telling me before I did all the other nails or ate your box for 45 minutes on the wrong <laughs> side. <laughs> or ate your Literally. leg. Like if I accident, because I don't know, yes. it was dark. At the end of the day, it's a waste of both of our time. It's a waste of both right. of our time and energy. And the next time, like, um, we had this woman on, Evian Whitney, who's amazing. She's a sexuality doula. And she said, what if we put all the energy that we put into faking our orgasms into telling our partners actually what we want? Yes. Like, it would just exactly. save so much time. And I think a lot of the times also, like, especially if someone's eating me out and they're just not doing a good job. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really want to, especially if it's just like a random hookup, like I don't want to like try and explain it to you because Mm -hmm. I don't care that much. But like a lot of the times I'll just be like, okay, come up. Like it's right. Just tap, tap, tap. It's fine. I can't, I can't even, I didn't ask for an intern. Okay. Like I don't need to be (laughs) teaching someone right now. And then like, that's, that's the last time I call them. And that's just, right. Which sucks. Like that actually sucks. sucks. Um, And so what I've been doing is practicing with the back scratches because I like, I don't know. I had this like weird disconnect that like you can't ask for stuff unless it's like sexy, but like Mm -hmm. some of what I like is back scratches and some of how I respond to back scratches is how I respond to like something good sexually. So like, I'll be like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Up a little more. Okay. Yeah. Up a little more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now to stay there. And like that is so much easier for me to equate than like in porn where it's like, yeah, baby longer. Yeah, like I'll never sound like that. Yeah, but I also no. might be like, oh, 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 yeah, a little harder. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that just makes it more like digestible and then easier to do when it comes to sex. I think porn is just like not a great um I think that like even when I was like younger and I looked at it like that's just how I thought it was gonna be for like well, a lot of it when we were life. younger I assume we're like the same age a lot of Literally. that porn was made by just guys so right. even the the girl on girl scenes would be like nothing to women actually like it would be like for the guy's pleasure like Ugh. like, ah, yeah. you know, like <laughs> now there's a lot more female made porn that it's like, like I used to say to like my friends when I was younger, I was like, I wish there was just like the notebook, but like, then they have penetration, you know, like we need to kind of like, we like to like see like love sometimes. And like, that yeah. was where, like the disconnect yeah. is, is like everyone all the women were watching rom-coms and we thought that's how the sex was. It was going to be like mm-hmm. slow and there was going to be music and it was going to be in the yeah. rain. And it was going to guys... be in the house that like the guy built you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then he was going to bring you um, paint the next morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then all the, the uh, little boys were watching porn where girls were like deep throating and crying <laughs> and like, we just weren't getting the same knowledge we're not on the same page we're not on the same page yeah yeah literally so we have to educate ourselves and each other obviously yeah and i think there is a lot of good female made porn now like and it's not just like romantic it's just like like more realistic what you can do to actually get her off right yeah i think the one the biggest takeaway i think is that like Every girl just needs a vibrator, whether it's or a or a air or pulse step. arouser. Because I used vibrators and they never worked. It wasn't until these guys. Wait, is that that's what it is? It's called an air pulse arouser, or like yeah, they instead air of vibrating, it uses air technology. We don't say suction because then people think of like vacuuming your clip. I'm like no, <laughs> that's what I say though. Yeah. But it's like it goes like. Can you hear it? Right. It's like a fan. Mine is kind of like a fan too. But that's what I said to Taylor. It's like a vacuum. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> like someone's <laughs> sucking, but like not too, but it's like, it's, I call it an orgasm dementor because I'm a fan of Harry Potter and it just like sucks that's your funny. soul out of your body. Okay. <laughs> so good. So, so what was your first orgasm? 
ever with, with one of those uh february 22nd 2018 the day the date the time the, a the day weather that will live in infamy um <laughs> yeah so on my podcast as i said uh people were giving me assignments of like what to do and like i had mm -hmm. gone through five of them and then I was going on a bunch of other podcasts because people were like, Remy's not coming. Like, we need to figure out why. Uh, and I went on my friends, uh, Will, Patrick, and Casey's. And it's called The Good, The Dad, The Ugly. They only um, interview women. It's three guys. And they were like, have you tried this toy called The Womanizer? And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, well, our friend Rachel Sennett couldn't have orgasms. And then she used this right. womanizer. And now she does. Womanizer is an air pulse arouser. I ordered it, um, and the first time I used it, so it arrived in the mail on the morning I was supposed to record, like, a recap for mm -hmm. the assignments that week with, like, these two guests, and I was like, I can't, like, come before this episode because that's going to be all I want to talk about. Yeah, I have right. to save it. But I tried it for just like a little bit because I was like, I just want to like know, like I, it's been <laughs> 28 years. I, I just want to know. know what it feels like. And so I put it on for like two seconds and I was like, oh, I was like, this is going to happen if yeah, I- Yeah, this is good. This yeah. Is good. I'm so excited. I'll see you later. I put it on my bed. I was like, I love you. <laughs> um, and then I went I'll out- I'll see you later. I'll see you later. I love you. Um, I went out into the living room, which- um, all of this was done, my podcast, not now because I'm quarantined in Oregon, but all of my podcast was started, recorded, all assignments done in my grandmother's house because I right. live I, her. I did. I, and I, I see. I don't, I still technically live there, but she yeah. does not as she passed away. But oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. She wanted to go and she went before Corona. We're really happy for her. Oh, good. Yeah. We're thrilled. But um, so that was just part of it is I go into the living room. I'm like doing, the, I do the interview with them. I'm like, like so horny the whole time. And like in such <laughs> anticipation, they leave. I'm like, okay, this is amazing. I'm like, where is my grandmother? Like, let's yeah. just like, she sure, sham damn in that anywhere. house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nanny, hello. Are you here? <laughs> go into her room. She's not there. I was like, okay. I looked at her calendar. It said she had a doctor's appointment. I was like, Fab. perfect. So I go in my room, I turn up Rihanna just so loud because my friend, um, Ashley Hesseltine, who hosts Girls Gotta Eat, she was like, if you're masturbating, yeah. turn on Rihanna's anti-album because it's the horniest album ever. So that's yeah. what I did. Turned it on no, no, real no. loud. Yeah. Uh, it works. Um, <laughs> and I like put a towel down because I had heard like over the course of recording my podcast, there were people in my family that were squirters and... By okay. trickle-down logic, <laughs> pun intended, I would also be one. And so I put the towel down. I was like, okay. I, like, pull my pants down. I'm about to go. I hear Nanny come in the door. Hi. I go, no. I, like, run out. I go, Nanny, I'm recording in my room. I need you to be very quiet. I'm recording. I'm recording. <laughs> I need you to go in your room, close the door. I need right. all the women who are, like, aiding you right now in there, too. Like, 45 right. minutes, please. Everyone in. So they all <laughs> shut the door. They turn up her music so that she can't, whatever. She's just right. Like, I go back in. I put it on, like, within 15 seconds, I want to say, I start, like, squirting. But I haven't wow. orgasmed yet, which I think is a really important thing. A lot of yeah. women have written me that they're like, I, I squirted, but I don't think I felt the thing. I'm like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a thing. Like, that yeah. can happen. Um, also, a lot of little boys, before they can actually ejaculate, they can orgasm without coming. So, like, don't think that the two are attached. They are not. Right. Only sometimes. But so I start squirting. I'm like, oh, my God, not in my bed. And so I, I run to the bathroom and I was like, I was like, don't give up, Remy. I like looked at myself in the mirror because I was like, we could stop now, but we won't because like this yeah, is the well, time. Like it might be. I was like scared. I like didn't yeah. know what was going to happen to like my body. Like I kind of had really psyched myself out. Um but then I like looking in the mirror, I'm like, do it. And I like put it on and I put the setting up like as high as it could go. And then yeah. like my legs started shaking and I yeah. was like, and then my, my body was like, we can't keep standing. This isn't going to yeah. work. So I like got on my back, kept going. I had 
five orgasms. I squirted so much. Then I started crying when I was done. Oh my God. There All was the emotions. So much fluid, like everywhere. I was just like, oh my God. Like what? That was it. And like, like, do I end the podcast now? Like, right. it was like, like, is it done? Yeah. Is my and career over? Is my career did over? I just do? Did I jump the shark? <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, I was just like really pleased with myself and I was like, now, now it's time to record it's episode six. And yeah, then we just didn't stop because so many other people were like, well, have you done it with another person? Can you do it with your hand? Can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Can you do it? Like there's, there's always room for growth and stuff. And exactly. like, yeah. So, so that's me. And now Amazing. I come whenever I, I want and I exactly. love it. I'm like a dog with a bone. Yes. <laughs> So that's like the, oh, go ahead. I will say one of the most interesting things that I've learned over the course of this, speaking of bones, is that the clit is the same embryonic tissue as a penis. Like it's the same erectile tissue. And like, I just always used to think like, oh, like women don't need to come. Like there's no like reason for it, but like it's literally a lot of the same, the same medical, like stress relief, whatever's and the, and the exact same tissue. So like when you look at the, Oh, there's a whole other thing. There's an in, do you know what the internal structure of the clitoris looks like? No, exactly. So they only discovered it in 1998 because nobody had ever like thought to give a fuck. Right. But you think of the clit and it's just like that little bump on the outside. No. It goes four inches back inside your body. It surrounds the vaginal opening. It kind of looks like a wishbone or like a guy uh-huh. sitting on a horse with no arms. And so those legs going around the vaginal opening, the reason why anybody could have a vaginal orgasm or an internal orgasm, they're not. It's just because the penis when it's yeah, coming it's inside like- is touching the clip yeah. on the outside of that wall. It's just how they're built. So like when people say like G-spot orgasms or anal orgasms or whatever, it's probably just because your clit is closer to that thing. And like, that's the thing that works for you. So yeah, that was the thing that blew my mind because I was always like searching for my G-spot and it's like, Uh maybe your clit just isn't like, it's more concentrated in another place. Maybe you need to try another toy. Maybe you need to try another movement. Maybe you need to like go in a different angle. Like there's so yeah. many women I feel who have like given up on themselves because traditional ways don't work. And it's yeah. like, no, there's more stuff coming out all the time that like is going to help you. Yeah. And I think people just need to like, they need to have sex with themselves. Mm-hmm. I love that. Though, Get to know yourself first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Stop lying to the guy. Stop lying. Stop Get lying. to know yourself first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Enjoy your own body. That was something I didn't know that you could do. Like I had to go to a female masturbation class where they were like, touch your own boobs, touch your butt. And I was like, you can do that? And it's like, of course you can do that. Like why would it, why would your body just be for somebody else to enjoy? Like I've talked dirty to myself at this point. Yeah. You know, like I've kissed my own shoulders. Like you can be like (laughs) so horny with yourself. It's wild. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of this. Our listeners are going to die over this episode because I think a lot of them, I mean, all of the emails we get in, like we were saying, is the girl who didn't really know how to, if she should Mm -hmm. end an entire relationship. First have a a conversation. Yes. Right. Start there. Have you ever discussed, I had one person write me once that she was like, should I end it? And I was like, did you tell the guy that you have the ability to come? Right. She was like, no. And then she told him and he was like so gung-ho about trying to make her come the next time. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. exactly. Just kind of be open and honest. Mm-hmm. Open and honest with yourself and him or her, mm-hmm. whoever mm-hmm. it may be. This is well, a therapy Remy, session now. This is literally therapy. Me it's, and Abby are like therapy. All of how come is therapy. Like yes. it's insane. Yep. Where can everyone find you on socials, your podcast, you know? Oh, please follow me at Remy Casimir, (laughs) R-E-M-Y-K-A-S-S-I-M-I-R. I I did something on Wednesday that lost 200 followers. I'm still trying to figure out what. Um, Fuck them. Haters will hate. I don't know. I literally, I posted like a nice photo. (laughs) 
I don't being know. like, should I dye my hair? So please come tell me what I did wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, Remy Casimir, you can follow the podcast at How Come Podcast. Uh, download How Come. It's everywhere that the podcasts are found. Uh, we have a website if you want to submit your success story because we've had a lot, like 400 women around the world have their first orgasms because of my assignments. Wow. Um, you can go to howcomepodcast.com. And if you like trashy reality TV, I have a whole other podcast called We Really Love Island, where me and my American friends watch the British trash <gasps> phenomenon Love Island. Love Island. I love and that. I love it. that show. Love it's it so, much. it's so good. She I'll loves be tuning it. in. I love trash. Thank you so much again. And we <laughs> can't wait to have you on another episode of let me finish oh because yes. this has been great like we'll pull our audience of more questions they have for you and yes. do this again you guys are a blast oh Yay. so are you uh, we love you we always end Thank every you. how come with did you finish oh we kind of try to end ours with and remember let me finish ah, let me finish oh amazing Betches.